here's another reason why I find Christianity so hard to accept. And this is another topic that I think atheists or non-Christians really claim, fail to bring up effectively. And it's the problem of miracles. Specifically, let's take it as a given. Let's take it as true that Jesus performed the miracles he did in the New Testament. And, of course, the disciples and the apostles all perform miracles as well, right? So here's the question. Why don't miracles happen like that today? Simple question. The first thing you'll find if you were to Google this question, the, the, the templated answer tends to go something like this. A. First, we have to investigate the theological purpose of miracles. And if we investigate it, we find that it is for, you know, uh, proving that God is moving in a certain time period. And if you don't believe me, here's quotes from a bunch of white people born in the 1900s <laughs> who agree with me. <laughs> you know, like the Geislers and the people from systematic theology and stuff. Like, this is the proof text that... This is what miracles are for. B. Miracles do happen. Look at what happens in, you know, Haiti and stuff. C. Even if you don't think it's a miracle, <clears throat> the fact that you breathe right now is a miracle. So miracles do happen. End of story. Okay. These seem to me singularly or combined, to be a wholly insufficient response to a very good question. To the first point, you know, laying down what you believe to be the theological significance of miracles, I just don't really totally see how that's relevant. But for the purposes of this discussion, I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to imagine that your academic conception of what the purpose of miracles are for God is correct. Let's just assume you're right. It is for you know, healing the downtrodden, proving that God is moving powerfully, and verifying his messengers. Sure, let's just take that as a given, okay? Let's move on. B. Miracles happen all the time in Haiti. Okay. Again, I, I get that this is kind of a, sort of an answer, but you're kind of missing the difficult question. You're missing the tricky part. The tricky part, and the real question being asked, I think, is not why don't miracles ever happen at all? Because in fact, people generally are familiar with someone who has a friend who has an uncle who had a miracle happen. Rather, the question is, miracles don't happen a lot. And in the Bible, and the New Testament, they never don't happen. So what's the difference? In other words, there's no Bible verse in which Jesus goes to someone who's blind, crippled, lame, possessed, has, you know, some issue of blood. There's no verse where he goes up to them and he says, and he prays and it doesn't work, and they die. And never once does he, you know, does that happen and he say, well, God answered our prayers just in a way that we didn't want. Never does he fail and he goes, well, I guess they didn't have enough faith. No, what happens? Every single time he encounters someone with an infirmity, they are healed. 
But today, that seems that every day someone has an infirmity and they're a Christian and they pray and everyone prays and the whole church gets together and prays and nothing happens. That's the real question. It's not, are there some miracles in Haiti? Cool, great, whatever. Miracles in Haiti, sure. Okay. It's, why do miracles not happen when, when we feel like they should? In the New Testament, the apostles and Paul and, and everybody, they go around doing miracles like crazy. Everyone gets healed. Jesus heals everyone. The apostles seem to make lame walk and the deaf rise all the time. I have never seen that once. I've never seen that once. I don't know anyone personally who that's happened to. Further, I don't know anyone personally who has seen that happen. And why, just for the purposes of our miracles, just to be clear, I'm not talking about someone who makes a miraculous recovery where they were really sick and then they, you know, the doctors were shocked how quickly they recovered. I'm talking about, hey, you're blind your whole life. Boom, now you have 20-20 vision. I'm talking about, hey, you know, your amputated arm, now it grows back, right? Why don't these things happen? And you can't just appeal to Haiti. That doesn't work because I'm asking a more pointed question. Why don't these things happen here in the first world where we have cameras and, and witnesses and skeptics? Why? Why? Now let's address the third response that they make, which is, um, you know, God's, the fact that you're breathing is miraculous. Again, this isn't, I get what you're saying, but that's not the question I'm asking. I'm asking a more pointed question, which is, you know, why doesn't it happen here in front of me? Why do miracles fail to happen? And why don't I just, why don't I see them all around me? Right? Okay. So I figure there are a couple different ways you could respond to this as an apologist. One would be to say that the purpose of, purposes of miracles are such that that purpose does not apply today. So for example, you would say, well, you gotta understand that miracles are only for specified times when God wants to reveal something specific and then he stops doing miracles. There are a couple problems with this. The first one is biblically, I just think that's difficult to defend. I, I don't know, it doesn't say that in the Bible. I mean, you can try and extrapolate out from what happens, but that seems to be sort of begging the question. I'm not begging the question, it just seems to be taking a conclusion, whatever, I'm not gonna get into logical fallacies here. But here's the more important part. Why does that not apply today? Aren't there non-Christians who would be converted by miracles? I think the answer is obviously yes, right? So it seems odd that God would just stop doing miracles. If, I mean, if he can do them that easily, why would he not, okay? The second, the second answer an apologist might have is to say, the people of today would not be convinced by miracles. And I find this unconvincing. It's one of those sort of generalizations that's unprovable. Um, and it seems to me that all I would have to do to disprove it would be to find one reported miracle case where someone did convert because of it. But I guess then you could say only those who, you could get into kind of a Molinist thing where you'd be like, only those who God knew would convert by witnessing miracles will have miracles occur to them. But again, this is, it doesn't seem, it doesn't have any legs to me. The idea that people would not be converted by miracles. I don't find that convincing. I just don't. It just seems like a silly cop-out answer, right? All right, what else, could, what else does the apologist have in their, in their playbook? Well, one of them is to say, which is kind of interesting, is to say that actually there were sections in the Bible where Jesus 
didn't do miracles. Maybe he went up to someone who was lame and he saw they didn't have enough faith, so he kept going. Now, my response to this would be, if that happened, it'd be incredibly theologically significant. And it would be something that the disciples would write down, I would imagine. But the fact that they didn't seems to me to mean either it didn't happen or it was really embarrassing, meaning Jesus didn't try to heal, but he couldn't. And in that case, you know, uh, I guess God not being all-powerful is a way to get out of this dilemma, but it doesn't seem to be one that a Christian should be happy to arrive at. Another arrow in the apologist's quiver is the idea that people today don't have enough faith. They don't have enough faith for miracles to happen. That's why they happen in the third world. Well, the first thing to say is, if you think people today don't have faith, you really just have not spent very much time in different types of churches. Sure, maybe you're at your, you know, rich, uh, reformed, beautiful, huge building church where no one stands up when worship is going and, you know, whatever, right? Maybe that makes you think people don't have faith. And I, if that was all you're exposed to, hey, I get why you'd think that. But it doesn't take long to go to a couple charismatic churches and see that people have everything that you can possibly associate with having a lot of faith. Someone's daughter will get sick and they will confidently in front of the church say, I know she'll be healed. I have no doubt. They'll walk out, they'll look, they'll confident, they'll move, they'll do things, they'll, they'll, they'll spend $10,000 on a, on a cruise a year from now because they believe that she'll live through this. People have faith like crazy. Are you kidding me? To say that people just don't have faith, it's just, it's just wrong. You just haven't spent enough time around people who are Christians, right? So finally, which of these seems to have the best legs? From my perspective, which of these seems to be the most hopeful? I think the faith option is a non-starter. I think the only one that even gets off the ground at all, just because it's kind of interesting, is the idea that the significance, miracles are not needed today, or they're not, they're, the purpose of miracles is not today. Like, they're, for, they're just for proving God's messengers. But again, it doesn't seem obvious that if a charismatic church in the United States started doing miracles successfully, that they would need to be verified as God mes God's messenger. Doesn't that seem, doesn't that seem believable? <sighs> In conclusion, I think this is a very powerful objection. I think the answers to it are bad. I think that they're just bad answers. And I think the better answer, I think one that fits really well is, hey, actually, in these miracle claims, they, they weren't so true. I think that fits well. Um, then you might say, well, how does the Haiti data fit into it? Well, you'd say, well, that makes perfect sense. Places like Haiti, you don't have good medical supervision, right? So you can't tell, oh, this person rebounded because their blood sugar rose up because of whatever. You don't have that. You just have a person seem to be dead. Now they seem to be alive. Okay, even using the word dead in a third world country out in the bush somewhere is, you know, tenuous <laughs> because... Dead in the first world has this specific medical meaning that to a missionary who's trying to 
use their basic paramedic skills on a, on a dead guy and uh, an unconscious guy in the forest, you know, doesn't have that same standard. The standards are lower, there's less documentation, things are more confused, that kind of thing. Another option that I think works is that, you know, God's not all-powerful and the devil has some sort of stronghold on first-world countries that prevent miracles from happening. Right. One more thing to say about the Haiti thing. James Randi has this challenge called the Million Dollar Challenge, and if anyone can do anything supernatural, they get a million dollars. Nobody has done anything supernatural. Now, this is weird, Right? So on one hand, you think, okay, this makes sense. Turns out that these people only have supernatural powers when skeptics aren't watching. In other words, when they're not under the watchful eye of a skeptic, when things aren't carefully controlled, then they can't do it because their powers were never real in the first place. Or you have to have some deep apologetic about how, you know, well, the skeptic's faith makes them lose. It just seems to be the same thing to me trying to explain why miracles don't happen today but did happen back then seems to me the same as trying to say why psychics fail the James Randi million dollar challenge today but can do them successfully at their home which doesn't seem to work to me 